Welcome to the Master Your Body podcast. This is a podcast for anyone who is interested in improving the way their body looks, feels, and moves. Working on your body can be incredibly difficult, but also very confusing and overwhelming. In this podcast, we'll separate the good stuff from the time wasters, giving you only the most valuable, useful, and actionable content to help you make progress and master your body. So whether it's building muscle and strength, losing body fat, feeling fitter, healthier, or improving your mental health, we'll cover it all here on the Master Your Body podcast. If you want more great content to help you build your body and mind, you can follow me personally on Instagram at andyclements01 or on YouTube, I'm Andy Clements. My name is Andy Clements and welcome to the Master Your Body podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Andy Clements. Welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Body podcast. Um, today, we're on episode number 68, and we're going to talk about where to start with muscle building. So a couple of episodes ago, we talked about where to start with fat loss. Um, so we gave you a bit of a blueprint, a bit of a like what to focus on, what to actually hone in on, and what to not waste your time with if you're trying to achieve a goal of fat loss. Today, we're going to do a similar thing, but we're going to talk about where to start with muscle building, um, like what actual things to focus on, and what to not waste your time with if you're goal is to build muscle. Now, I want to prerequisite this episode by saying if your goal is to sort of recomp your body, i.e. Um, what recomping means is basically like build muscle and lose fat at the same time, like change the composition of your body for the better, um, then this is still going to apply. And the fat loss stuff is still going to apply as well. So, um, you know, if your goal is muscle building or fat loss, there's still probably things in both of the episodes that you can apply. So so whether your goal is just one or the other or both, I would advise listening to both because then at least you'll have um, a bit of a, a picture of what you need to do in all different types of situations. And, you know, I think people's goals change over time as well. Like if your goal is muscle building, eventually you're going to get to a point where you've built some muscle, but now you want to trim sort of the, the excess away and you want to lose the fat. And so you should probably go listen to that uh, fat loss episode as well. But um, that's just a bit of a prerequisite. So today we're going to cover sort of the the most important, like the, the two or three most important things to focus on and just sort of ignore everything else because it's all a distraction, basically, okay? So let me give you a bit of a backstory to this first because so, um, muscle building is obviously the um, the the former title of this podcast and um, like the, the stuff that I really got my start in the fitness industry with because this is this was my personal goal, you know? When I was um, growing up, I was always like a really, really skinny kid like I never had any meat on me really. I was just like skin and bone, like no no uh, presence or anything like that. I was I, I was always really really um, overly skinny, um, and I just couldn't seem to put weight on. I used to eat like uh, I felt like I used to eat quite a lot, but um, you know I, I never used to really translate that to to um, actually putting putting any kind of muscle on or anything, you know. And when I got to sixteen, um, I started going to the gym with my mates. Um, and it was mainly a because they 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 were they were going and they invited me to go. So obviously I was like, okay, so we used to go. Um, but b because I was like, I, I was starting to play competitive football at that time, and um, I was getting sort of bullied off the ball quite a lot. Um, you know, I was playing centre half, centre back, which is um, quite a physical position on a football pitch. And you need to be able to sort of go through people, and I was quite good at, at being physical, quite good at, at tackling. But if I came at it like in like a one-on-one sort of duel with somebody. Um, I would a lot of the times come off worst because uh, I just wasn't strong enough. You know, for my age, I just wasn't strong enough at 16. 
and and that affected my confidence. Um, you know, a lot of sort of things played into the confidence thing as well. You know, like acne and and just general teenage hormones and stuff like that. But you know, I, I certainly my body image was certainly a a thing that played into my poor confidence. So um, this is sort of the, what led up to me going to the gym, um, and I just started going like once a week. You know with my mates um, because I didn't know that you need to go more than that. I thought you just went once a week and just, uh, and I was going to get massive, right? We used to go on a Friday night. We used to go to a gym called the Dome um, in Doncaster around where, near, near where I, I grew up. And um, yeah, we, we used to go every Friday night after school um, and, and just basically fuck about for like two hours uh, and just do like chest and biceps and stuff. Um, and I thought I was going to get massive. I thought I was going to look incredible. Um, and obviously, as you guys know, after listening to this podcast um, and, you know, just being an intelligent human, uh, that didn't happen. Um, you know, just going once a week is not enough, and uh, which I, I discovered. And the stuff I was doing was not the right kind of stuff either, which I didn't know at the time. I just thought it was it was because I wasn't going enough. So I went for a, a couple of months doing once a week, and then I realized that's not going to be enough. Uh, so um, I started to go more often, and my friends started to lose interest. They started to go off to university, and they started to get other hobbies and all different stuff like that. And so I ended up just being the only one left going. You know, after a few months, I was going three times a week, and then four times a week, and then five times a week. And I was going more and more and more often, thinking that this was the way to gain muscle, thinking that this was, you know, putting more and more and more work in. The more time I'm in the gym, surely the more time, uh, sorry, surely the more progress I'm going to make with my body, right? That was my thinking, you know, and, and, and you know, as the, the months and the years went by, 17 and 18 and 19 year old, I was going every day and, and sometimes twice a day. Um, just really trying to put the work in. And, you know, I probably wasn't quite as skinny as I was when I was 16, um, over the next couple of years, partly maybe just because I'd started weight training and, you know, some sort of response happened, but not much. Uh, but probably also partly just because I was growing as a, as a, a human, you know what I mean? I was, I was physically maturing. Um, but I was still pretty skinny. You know, I was not a big guy. Um, you couldn't tell I went to the gym. Uh, the only real thing that happened from me going to the gym was I got a little bit sore. You know, I could feel my muscles the next day, but it didn't translate to actually seeing the progress in the mirror or on the scales or anything like that. You know, I wasn't growing. And so, you know, my, my big desire was I wanted to fill out my t-shirts, be stronger, be more confident and be better with women, you know, be more confident with women because, you know, I was, I was not a um, very confident person in that department. Um, I didn't really know how to uh, talk to women. I wouldn't have the confidence with myself that they would find me attractive or anything like that. Um, and, you know, this, these were all big reasons that I wanted to actually use the time I was spending in the gym to translate to, to actually getting results. Um, but I just didn't know where to start. I didn't know what the best place to start was. Um, I didn't know where, uh, where I could actually um, make the changes in what I was doing or whether it was a diet-related thing or whatever it was. I didn't know what I should focus on, right? Um, so how many of you guys have ever felt like that before where you're just like, you're putting the time in, it's not a case of you don't want it enough, it's not a case of um, you're not trying hard enough, it's just a case of you don't know what to do, you don't know what to focus on to build muscle or to lose fat or to achieve some goal, right? How many of you guys have felt like that? I'm sure you've felt like that at some point in your life, in, with something in your life, right? And um, this is how I felt. 
So I was beating myself up for not looking how I wanted to look. I was frustrated because I was putting all this time in, but I wasn't seeing results. And all I wanted was the blueprint to follow to start actually seeing some changes with my body. I was just, I, I remember just wishing that I just had like a blueprint. Just be like, like, Andy, this, this is what you do. Go and do this. Go and do this workout. Go and do this diet. Go and do this. Go and do this. Um, but, you know, it, I just I just didn't know what there was. I mean, back then, we're talking like 2000 and, oh God, what was it? 2008 maybe. So the internet obviously was around um, and YouTube was around. YouTube was relatively new. Um, I think it was 2005 YouTube came out. So it was a few years old YouTube, um, but there was nowhere near as much stuff on it as there is now, especially about muscle building and fitness and stuff. Um, you know, I think the, the stuff that I used to have was like uh, uh, bodybuilding.com. Um, that was that was a um, a resource um, that I used to use, and that was that was all free back then. So I used to look at bodybuilding.com um, sometimes, but that was only start when I was starting to actually get you know um, get a bit of an idea of what I was doing. Before that, I was just like looking on YouTube, and there was nothing. Um, there was Mike Mike Chang's six pack shortcuts. So if any of you guys have been have been training for a long time or, or remember. Like uh, in 2008, 2009, Mike Chang's six pack shortcuts was was the the first ever YouTube channel I used to watch, and it was um, it makes me laugh thinking about it now because it was it was funny. But he was he was a cool guy. To be fair. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the the, most, the the closest I got to actually following a workout, right? Um, so after years, so the years went by, you know, and I was trying all different programs eventually, and I was going on that bodybuilding.com, and um, I was eating as much as possible, and I was just doing the best I thought. Uh, I could, training every day at one point, training twice a day at one point. Um, and I finally got to the point where I was doing all these different things and I still wasn't seeing the results I wanted to see. Um, and I, I I just sort of got to the point where enough was enough and I decided I needed some help. So I began some proper research. I began to go to seminars, like in-person seminars, um, I crawled across the country. I began to start reading books. I began to um, go on courses and do online courses and um, obviously go get my personal trainer qualifications and all that sort of stuff. Um, obviously, I was going deep on the YouTube because as the years went by, YouTube started to explode and there was more and more stuff on YouTube, um, which was obviously great. It was free um, content, which is one of the reasons that I now put stuff on my YouTube because I want to pay that forward to people um, that are just starting because I got a lot of help that way when I was just starting. Um, and and obviously, you know, as podcasts started to come out, I started to listen to podcasts, and and again, that's one of the reasons I'm doing the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's it, I started to basically anything I could get my hands on, I was reading, I was researching, and I started to then implement it. You know, and what I started to realize was there's a select few things, right, that you have to focus on with muscle building, um, and then everything else should be ignored, basically, right? There's just a select few things, and there's like three categories in my opinion, when it comes to muscle building that you have to focus on and anything that doesn't fit into those three categories and very specifically into those three categories should be ignored because it's wasting your time and it's not contributing to your results, right? So here are those three categories. The first one is obviously training, okay? So training, lifting weights, uh, training with weights, whatever you want to call it, resistance training. Um, this is the first category that you have to focus on, okay? Now, there's only a couple of things, in my opinion, that matter um, when it comes to focusing on your training. The first one is execution of movement, okay? So this means how you perform movements in the gym. How are you training? What does your movements look like? Can you feel the um, 
uh, muscle that you're aiming for actually contract and stretch and the tension going through that area of your body? Can you feel it? If you can't feel it, chances are it maybe isn't working as well as you would hope. Um, so that's that's a really important thing to focus on, execution of movement. And then you need to go and actually um, learn how to perform certain movements. You might think you know how to do a bench press, but if you can't feel it in your in your chest, chances are you're not doing it very well. You know, you might be doing it well externally, but are you actually going internal and feeling the chest contract, feeling the muscles of your pecs um, uh, lengthen on the way down and contract on the way up? The same thing with a squat or a bicep curl or any exercise you're doing. The only the only reason we use weights in the gym is to put tension through muscle. And if you're not putting, t- if you can't feel the the uh, muscle working, then there's no tension going through it. Or there's not enough tension going through it to cause an adaptive response, which is growth. So, execution of movement is very, very, very important. Um, and you know, there's there's something called mirror neurons, right? This is going a bit off topic here, but well, not really off topic, but it's just a bit of a tangent. Uh, but there's something called mirror neurons, right? That we all have in our brains, and basically, it's like. Um, animals have these as well. So, like, um, if you watch a like a lioness hunt, right, with her cubs, right, she'll take her cubs out and she'll hunt, and the cubs won't like um, go around asking questions. They won't like you know uh, follow the the lioness round and try and do it with her. Um, the cubs will sit there and they will watch what the lioness does, what the mother of the cubs does when the uh, the lioness goes hunting, right? Um, and using their mirror neurons, they will then know instinctively to copy her when she goes out hunting. Now, the same thing happens when we watch somebody do an exercise really, really well, you know? So if you want to learn how to do a bench press better, you watch somebody who's doing a bench press amazingly well for chest development, like a bodybuilder or a personal trainer or a coach or something that that knows exactly how to do it and can show you and explain it to you and teach you. And then using your mirror neurons, you'll be able to copy that and replicate that, that that form to be able to learn the movement. And then, you know, after you, you learn it, then you'll be able to put your own spin on it and you'll be able to, to make it fit your own body over time as you get to know how your body works and, and sort of be more bodily aware. But to start with, it's about sort of utilizing the mirror neurons and improving your execution movement by, by learning from others. And that's how I started. That's how everybody, in my opinion, should start. Because if you just try and figure it all out on your own, you're in for a very long haul. Um, probably not very, very successful haul. So execution of movement is very, very important. There's a lot of information on this podcast in previous episodes uh, about execution of movement. I've talked about it extensively. Uh, I also talk about it on my YouTube channel. There's going to be, well, there is already a playlist for sort of exercise spotlights where I go through different types of exercises and um, give you a, a sort of a rundown of how to perform them. Um, and I will be adding to that a lot because I've got a big database of exercises, exercise videos that I'll be doing um, tutorials on on YouTube. So go to my YouTube, um, Andy Clements, uh, on YouTube, just, just search Andy Clements, um, and um, check out the um, exercise spotlight playlist if you want to go deep on a specific uh, exercise. Now, that's the first thing to focus on with training. That's execution movement. The second thing to focus on with training is progression of strength. So progression of strength is um, sort of the next layer on after you've nailed your execution of movement. Okay, so when you know that you're performing movements properly, you can feel the movement in the right place. It's not hurting in the wrong place. You know, you're not... um, 
um, risking injury or whatever um, uh, by doing a certain movement, you you know that you've locked in place, you've loaded, and you've you've um, you've used the right muscle. Then it's time to start progressing your strength. So what I do is I um, I have a little notepad. You just buy a little notepad for like a pound or I don't know a fucking dollar or whatever you use, um, and um, write down your uh, workout plan in the logbook. And then when, as you go through your session, just write down how much weight you lifted on each exercise, like how much weight did I lift, how many reps did I achieve? And then over time, you know, you come back and you do the same workout next week. Um, you, you know, you come back uh, a mon- the mon- following Monday and you do another push workout or another leg workout, whatever it is, uh, and do the same workout as you did the week before. And then you beat your numbers and you progress your strength from what it was last week. Does that make sense? So... Progression of strength is very, very important. The reason that's important is because it's increasing, again, it's increasing the amount of tension that we place on that muscle. All muscular training is, is putting tension on muscle and creating mus- uh, like a breakdown of the fibers so we can build them up and, and grow them bigger and stronger. Um, so as long as we've got the execution of movement nailed on and we put in tension, directing the tension through the muscle, then all all we're doing is putting more force through that muscle to increase the tension further. So that's why progression of strength is important. Um, so that's the only two things I've got now for training. As, I, as I'm talking now, I guess a side note, I think would probably be, be make sure you've got a decent um, program in place um, for uh, actually um, uh, making the best use of your time. Uh, the last podcast episode I, I put on here was um, how to spend uh, four hours per week in the gym which is about a 15-minute long podcast um, and gives you some insight into how to actually um, spend four hours per week in the gym if you're limited on time um, to get the most sort of bang for your book and the highest return on investment out of the gym. Um, so listen to that if you want more information. If you want an actual workout program, I don't promote this very often anymore. It's promoted on my old podcasts, but the, the webpage and the program is still up there. Um, and it's um, musclebuildingmastery.net. There's a free six-week workout program on there, uh, which I will leave up um, for probably the foreseeable future for anybody that wants to go on i still get people signing up to it now from the old podcast that are listening there um i'll get you know uh, two or three a week uh, people going on and 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 downloading that um uh, old uh, old workout program which is still very very good it's like a six-week progressive workout program so um you can you can get a workout program there but make sure that you focus on the execution of movement and the progression of strength now that's training. That's all I would focus on. I would not focus on anything else other than that. If you are looking at anything that is anything other than what we've just spoke about there, you're probably wasting your time. Focus on that and don't worry about anything else. Just do big bang for your book movements. Listen to the podcast that did previous to this one if you want to know a little bit more about that, but just focus on that. Now, the second thing um, to focus on other than training is nutrition. And again, this is obvious, right? But nutrition is a big, a big complex topic. It can be overwhelming. So here's what you need to focus on if you want to build muscle. And it's going to sound a bit backward, uh, but bear with me because I'm going to explain this. Um, if you want to build muscle, the first thing to focus on with nutrition is to get lean first. Okay, so get lean first. So this is the way I did it, and it's uh, and it's the reason that I experienced such rapid growth is because I didn't focus solely on muscle building first. I got lean. I lost all the fat on my body. I and what this does is it makes you more insulin sensitive. It makes your body more receptive to growth because if you are 
um, already a little bit soft or you're, uh, in terms of your body, you've already got a little bit of body fat on you, um, or if you're, if you're overweight or whatever, then trying to put muscle on, um, you know, you're just going to make yourself more overweight and more unhealthy. And it's always easier to get our body to respond to what we want to do if we are healthy. We are always more receptive, excuse me, we're always more receptive to um, what what we're trying to do if we're in a state of health rather than a state of um, either disease or suboptimal health, right? So get lean first. Now, in order to get lean, listen to the fat loss episode. Like I said, it's, it's a little bit longer than this one's going to be. It's a 45-minute episode um, where I go through everything you need to um, focus on in order to lose body fat. So that's what I would advise first. Get lean. Um, and, you know, along you can, you can run the same training alongside that. You know, you can run the same muscle building training. There's no reason you can't recomp your body. You know, I think that's probably the, the smartest way to do it is to recomp your body, like build muscle and lose fat at the same time. Um, and, but you won't you won't be pushing up as, as rapidly as if you were just focusing on muscle building, but you'll be so much more receptive in the long run and your results a year from now will be so much better than if you were to just push up and push up and push up. And I know that might not be what some of you want to hear, but it's the 100 most effective way to grow is to get lean first and then push up. The second thing, once you have got lean, once you can see your abs, once you've got, you know, your waistline down, whatever, you don't have to be like veins bulging everywhere. You don't have to be shredded like 2% body fat, but you know, you need to be relatively lean in order to be um, ready to, to be in a good spot to push on. The next thing to do is to gradually push up your calories in line with your strength. Okay, so gradually push your calories up week by week, um, month by month, whatever, in line with your strength. So I would just monitor both your body weight and your strength. So if you're so if you're continually increasing body weight and you're continually increasing strength, don't put your calories up because what you're already on is already working. All right. If you um, experience a bit of a stall in your strength, a bit of a stall in your body fat then it might be time to add a 100 calories extra per day or something like that to your um, nutrition plan, nutrition approach, right? That might be a good idea in order to try and get the needle moving a little bit more. Um, but don't just adopt this, you know, bulk at all costs mentality. Don't just adopt this, um, you know, doesn't matter if I get fat mentality because, you know, you're just going to end up in the same spot I, I uh, detailed earlier where you, your health's going to suffer, you're going to be less receptive to the food, um, you're not going to digest it as well. You're not going to um, absorb it as well. And you're not going to translate it into muscle as well, which compromises the whole reason we're doing it for, right? So gradually push your calories up in line with when your strength stores, when your body weight stores. So that's all our focus on with nutrition. And there's more information on nutrition in the fat loss episode. Um, and again, if you're just starting out, um, you're just beginning, you want to you, you want to build some muscle, but you already have some body fat on you, I'd go back to the fat loss episode and, and listen to that. Um, and even if you don't feel like you've got that much body fat on you, I would still try and get lean. I would still do maybe a three or four week diet phase where you just um, use that time to focus on learning movements and diet yourself down a little bit. Um, not crash dieting, I'm not talking about starving yourself, just diet yourself down a little bit. Um, and then, um, you know, after four, three, maybe four weeks, you're in a bit better spot, you've got a bit better experience in the gym, you know your movements better, you've had some time to read up, you've had some time to um, learn and practice and implement and, and use trial and error to see what works and what doesn't in the gym. Uh, but at the same time, you're a little bit leaner and you're in a bit better spot, you're a bit lighter, you're a bit ready to push on. Um, and then you can start to implement like the pushing your calories up slowly and um, pushing your strength up as, as much as you can. 
So that's training and nutrition. And that's all I would focus on with training and nutrition. If anything, um, if, if you're looking at anything right now that's that's outside of those boundaries, um, don't start going too much down that rabbit hole because um, you know, you're going to end up overwhelmed, you're going to end up distracted, you're probably going to end up um, thrown in the towel because you just, you're just too overwhelmed, right? So that's the biggest things to focus on, in my opinion, when you're first starting out with muscle building. So that's training and nutrition. The last thing to focus on is recovery, okay? Now, recovery is important for muscle building because we don't grow muscle in the gym. We grow muscle um, in in what's called an adaptive response to training. So basically, the, the, the process of building muscle is like this, right? We go in the gym and we cause damage, deliberately cause damage to our muscle tissue. We go in the gym and we break our muscle tissue down. We don't build it up in the gym, we break it down, okay? So we cause a stress on the body. Now, the body um, has two choices when it's faced with a stress. It can either adapt and be ready for a, for the same stress next time or a bigger stress next time, or it can die. And the body will always avoid, obviously, dying at all costs. It doesn't ever want to die, right? So what always happens, um, as long as you are, you know, a healthy person and not, um, you know, in, you've got some sort of a chronic disease or anything like that, um, it will, what will always happen um, when you uh, train with weights is uh, through your methods of recovery, you will uh, come out of the gym, your body will adapt through uh, um, uh, growing bigger uh, uh, tissue or growing new tissue whatever um and, and growing the cells within your muscles uh, to be able to handle the same stress or bigger stresses next time you go in the gym does that make sense i kind of butchered that explanation a little bit but hopefully it made sense anyway um so that's why recovery is important because the, the more you've got um uh, the, the more sort of you focus on your recovery and the more you're able to recover from workouts and the faster you're able to recover from workouts, literally, the more your body's going to adapt to the stresses you're throwing at it. And the adaptive response is growth. Um, it's being bigger, denser, fuller muscles. Okay. Um, if your body doesn't recover, then it's not going to grow. Okay. So make sure that you are focused on your recovery. That's why it's important. Now, the first, the, the, I've only got two things down here um, for recovery. Now we can talk about recovery all day, but if you're just starting and this is your first day, like, like <laughs> focusing on muscle growth, then these are the two things I would, I would say to focus on with recovery. First of all, this is, and this is by far and away the most important thing. I would say this is at least as important, if not more important than nutrition um, sleep, get at least six to eight hours of sleep per night every single night that is a real real um vital thing that if you skip you are going to have a really hard time progressing your body uh, because sleep is literally the number one the human body's number one form of recovery from um the daily exploits which includes training includes muscle building right so get uh, six to eight hours of sleep per night so that means controlling your environment it means um, being mindful of the kind of light you're exposed to after sunset, trying not to expose yourself to too much blue light or artificial light, using candles and um, and, and red light devices um, after sunset to protect your sleep um, so it's not too stimulating. Um, uh, yeah, you know, doing, there's, I mean, I've done sleep episodes before and you can go and listen to the sleep episodes from, from the previous episodes of the podcast um, I think it's called How to Cure Insomnia from a few months back. But um, yeah, the point is six to eight hours of sleep per night is a very, very important part of muscle building. And that's what you should focus on. 
The second thing you should focus on with recovery is, I would say, post-workout stretching. Okay. Now, um, this is this is nowhere near as important as sleep, but it's still it's still a very helpful and beneficial thing in my opinion. Um, and I don't stretch excessively pre-workout. I do do it sometimes a little bit of stretching just to loosen up a little bit, just to make sure I'm ready to train. But um, by doing deep stretches, you're relaxing the muscle, which is not a state you want to be in pre-workout. So I do my deep stretches post-workout. So that my muscles always be full of blood. Um, you know, if I train chest, it's full of blood, it's full of nutrients, it's full, it's got a pump, that sort of stuff. Um, and then I stretch while it's it's warm and it's full of blood. Um, and it's it can then relax. So sometimes I'll do just a static stretch um, where you know I'll lean on a, a door frame or something like that, and I'll, I'll do a chest stretch that way. Or sometimes I would do a loaded stretch, which I think are called like DC style stretches, which is like coming to the bottom of a dumbbell press and just holding the dumbbells at the bottom of the of the press um, and just stretching that way um, for maybe a minute, and that's brutal. Um, so work your way up to that. Don't throw in go throw yourself in at the deep end with that. Um, but post some sort of post workout stretching of the muscles you've just trained I think is an important part of your recovery so that's basically it so I'll recap then the the training things to focus on are the execution of movement and the progression of strength the nutrition things to focus on are to get lean first and to gradually push up your calories in line with stores in strength and body weight and again you can go and listen to the fat loss episode for some more information on that which was I think two episodes ago which was where to start with fat loss um, and the recovery things to focus on are six to eight hours of sleep per night and post-workout stretching um, so when I sort of put those things in place in my personal um, training and, and muscle building protocol, um, my strength, my muscle and my overall self-confidence went through the roof. Like it was absolutely ridiculous how things started to change. Now, I'm simplifying that a little bit for the sake of this podcast because obviously I didn't learn all of that in as concise and an easy and quicker manner as I've just articulated to you. Um, I'm articulating the things that I wish I should have, I wish I'd done from day one. Um, I learned all these things separately and sort of um, curated them all together. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I as I put these things in, over time, like I'd, I'd, I'd learn what to focus on over time. So over the course of a couple of years, I'd, I'd, I'd learn how to... Um, cut through the noise of the the bullshit that's online and in magazines stuff like that and i would learn what to focus on and i would start focusing on that and when i found something that i knew was important uh or when i found something that that actually worked i knew it was important because i could see the results quite quickly and the results were my strength went up my muscle grew my body started to change you know and my self-confidence just shot up i was better with um uh, you know, I was I was, I was better with, with more comfortable in the clothes I was wearing. I was able to wear sort of tight fitting clothes. I was more comfortable talking to women. I, everything, you know, everything just just went through. And I was a lot stronger as well. You know, I was, um, as I got older, I was playing football again. It wasn't the same kind of football I was playing as a kid because I was playing at not not a bad standard, but you know, it, it was sort of at eleven aside full um, full games. Whereas uh, you know, as an adult, I started I started. Uh, uh, working full time and stuff like that, I just sort of played um, like five or six aside, like small games. But I was a lot stronger. Like um, you know, obviously as an adult, I was playing against adults rather than kids. You know, because I was playing against kids when I was a kid. Um, but I realised that um, 
as a result of what I was doing, like I was the strongest guy on the pitch. Like even now, like I, I play football sometimes now, but even now it's rare that I'll step onto a football pitch and won't be the strongest guy on the pitch. Like sometimes it happens because if there's a site like this seven foot beast on the pitch, you know, that's just naturally ridiculously strong or some other guy that, that trains really hard or whatever, um, then sometimes he'll match or beat me, which is fine. You know, I'm not the biggest guy in the world naturally. It's fine. You know, I'm, I, I, it is what it is. But most of the time, I'm the strongest guy in the pitch, which I, I never wanted to. I never set out to be like the strongest guy in the world. I just didn't want to get bullied off the ball. So if you'd have told 16-year-old me that every time you step onto a pitch, you'll likely be the strongest guy there, I wouldn't have believed you. Do you know what I mean? But this is just this a side effect um, of, of the things that I put into place. And this is what will happen to you if you focus on the right things and stop like listening to the bullshit on Instagram and Facebook and the stuff that's just designed to get likes. So... The other thing that happened was people started to ask me for advice. You know, people, like I was always the one like looking up and I was probably too shy to actually go. I was going to say I was uh, I was the one that was asking other people for advice, but I was probably too like shy and, and introverted to go and ask anybody else for advice. Um, so I was just like looking up online and stuff and like listening to podcasts and, and trying to figure it all out on my own. Um, but when I started to um, get the results and again, obviously I started the business, started the personal training business, stuff like that, um, years later, like, like people started coming to me for advice, um, which was an alien thing at first. But I was, it was like the biggest compliment I could have ever had because I was like this skinny kid who just wanted to um, look and feel and move a bit better. Uh, and now people were all of a sudden coming and asking me how I did it and how they could do it as well. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what happened to me. And that's what I think the most important things are to focus on. Um, like there's been countless clients that I can think of that I've taught this formula to that have gone through this a similar sort of change to what I did when I was uh, younger. And um got incredible results so i can assure you if you follow this formula if you um focus on the right things rather than letting your attention be distracted by just bullshit that's out there it's trying to distract you and get your money off you then um you will change you will um build muscle you will lose fat you will be happier with the way you look you will feel better you will move better and you will look better. So I hope that uh, makes sense. If you've got any questions whatsoever, then just give me a shout on one of the social media platforms or YouTube or whatever. Um, and if you enjoyed this uh, episode, please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me on Instagram and let me know that you enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it and I will speak to you next time. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Master Your Body podcast. Just before you take off, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could take a screenshot of it on your phone and add it to your Instagram story to spread the word. If you tag me in it at andyclements01, I'll repost it as well. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes of the Master Your Body podcast every week, and I'll catch you next time for another episode.